0: This is ContraZoom, a Live in Limbo production. This is ContraZoom, where we go back and forth about film. I'm Dakota Arseneau, and this is the last of the best picture breakdowns that I'll be doing for this year. Uh, I've already done two episodes so far, the first one covering uh, Vice, Black Klansman, and Green Book, the second episode about Black Panther, Bohemian Rhapsody, and A Star is Born, and today I'm going to break down the final two nominees of the Best Picture category, and that is The Favourite In Roma. Uh, So make sure if you haven't checked out those first two, you do go back and listen to it, but let's get right into it. Dearest Queen, you are mad giving me a palace. It is a monstrous extravagance. Mrs. Morley, we are at war. We won. Oh, it is not over. We must continue. Oh. Oh, I did not know that. The queen is an extraordinary person. They were all staring, weren't they? I can tell even if I can't see, and I heard the word fat. Fat And and ugly. No one but me would dare, and I did not. She's been stalked by tragedy. Everyone leaves me and dies. Favourite is nominated for 11 awards, the most of any movie this year, and that's Best Picture, Best Director for Yorgos Lanthimos, Best Actress for Olivia Colman, Best Supporting Actress for Emma Stone, Best Supporting Actress for Rachel Weisz, Best Original Screenplay, Best Production Design, Best Cinematography, Best Costume Design, Best Sound Editing, and Best Sound Mixing. So let's go through this where does it stand for best picture unfortunately well i think this would be a really good one to come out and win um, it's really unique and interesting i don't think it will have what it takes to, to win you know one it's not the front runner we're going to talk about that one later in the episode but the story of it sounds fantastic, but when you watch it, it is shockingly vulgar at some point, and I think that's probably going to scare away some voters. Uh, Yorgos Lanthimos has such a unique vision. It is not just for the favor, but as filmography. You know, there's some great comedy, really dark, twisted comedy, but some really serious drama as well, and the favorite is no exception to that rule. Unfortunately, I'd probably place it in the maybe third tier as far as, as potential winners. Um, I would put Roma, obviously, as the front runner, And then the next tier below that is probably Black Klansman in Green Book. And then I would say the favorite is probably in the tier under that uh, there with A Star is Born. Being the next most likelies. Uh I, I really don't think there is a route for the favorite to take to win. Now, as far as Best Director, Lanthimos now has really made a mark. He uh, has been he hasn't been nominated for director before, but his films have been nominated before. Uh, Dog Tooth was nominated for Foreign Film, and then The Lobster. Uh, I can't remember if that got a screenplay nomination or not, but that was his his big breakthrough until The Favourite. He's got a great cinematic voice. Unfortunately, once again, this just isn't his year. I don't know if there will ever be a year for Lanthimos because he's such uh, an odd filmmaker in terms of his subject matter. This really seems to be Koran's to lose. Spike Lee also, I think, is up there. Obviously, I don't think he will. Um, And then I would probably put Lanthimos as the number three. I I don't think Pavel Pavlikovsky for Cold War or Adam McKay for Vice really stand a chance at all. So it would take a lot for it to go into the favorites' direction. For Best Actress you have Olivia Coleman. She turns in a beautiful performance that a lot of people are really talking about. Um, And You know, actress, lead actress is, is definitely a race that's still way up in the air. This is one where if you wanted to pick a dark horse candidate for your own ballot, I think you could potentially have something up your sleeve that might end up coming true. You know, you have Glenn Close, who's been nominated eight times and has never won before. Could she win? Quite possibly. Lady Gaga really stole a lot of hearts. Could she potentially win? Yeah, maybe. Uh, Melissa McCarthy also does a fantastic job for Can You Ever Forgive Me? You have Olivia Colman for The Favourite. And if Roma decides to sweep everything, you have uh, Yelitza Aprizio, uh, who also could maybe come in there and steal something. If I, unfortunately I feel like this is a bit of a coin flip, probably going to go to Glenn Close or maybe Lady Gaga, so you would definitely really go, be going out on a limb uh, for going to Olivia Colman. She's unfortunately doesn't have as much of a name recognition as some of the other nominees, and I think that's what's going to hold her back. Then you have the two-headed monster in the supporting actress category with Emma Stone and Rachel Weisz. Any other year, I think either of them uh, could have walked away with this award. But anytime you have two nominees from the same film in a category, you instantly cannibalize your votes. Uh, I'm recording this on, um, on a Sunday night, Sunday the 10th, and it's the same night as the BAFTA Awards. Um, that happened earlier, and Vice actually won for Supporting Actress. She is British, though, so there is a bit of favoritism going on there, no pun intended, uh, over Stone. They both have really great performances that they turn in, and because of that, I think both of them are the front runners. but both of them are splitting the vote, which will lead to a probable win from Regina King. Um, if I were to put money on one of them, it probably would go to Vice because Stone just won recently. And I could see them saying that she'll have other chances. Vice has been nominated before, but I think since she's never won, I think this would be her shot. So if you don't think Regina King is going to win, Rachel Vice, I think, is an excellent dark horse candidate. Unfortunately, I, I really think they're going to split their votes a ton. Amy Adams also has been nominated, I think, five times and has never won. And they could see that as a, you know, a thank you to her, giving her not-quite-career-achievement award, but uh, sorry we messed up for not even nominating you for a rival sort of thing. No, I'm not bitter at all. No, not at all. Uh, and then you've got original screenplay. I like the favorite to win this. Um... I have said it before, you basically call the Screenplay Awards the I Wish We Can Give You the Best Picture Award, and we're going to give it to a more edgy film. The favorite absolutely nails it. The script is fantastic. It hits a whole bunch of different notes, and it's way too unmainstream to win Best Picture. Uh, it's up against uh, Roma In Green Book, which both I think are probably going to be up there as well, Um, but I I think the favourite is the one to pick for this category, with uh, Green Book probably being the one that would be contending closest to it. And then you have best production design. I love this. You know, it takes place in this beautiful castle. Uh, there's great gardens. You know, you get to see so much of the different aspects of this aristra- aristocratic life um, at this the time period that this movie takes place. And I think it does it all excellently. And so I would definitely put The Favourite as the, the front runner for it. Uh, its competition doesn't really stand a chance, you know. Black Panther, First Man, and Mary Poppins Returns all don't really have enough buzz behind it. Uh, And Roma, I don't think, has enough production design in it to really captivate the audience quite like the favorite did. Best cinematography. Uh, I really like what Lanthimos decided to go for, for the cinematography. You've got some really interesting shots, including some fisheye stuff, uh, some some really interesting low-angle shots, playing with different time movements. There's a whole lot going on that is impossible to not love. Roma definitely is is way, I would say, more beautifully shot, very traditionally shot. Um I would put Cold War up there with it, too. Unfortunately, Cold War is not going to win. Um, so I would actually call the favorite the favorite to win this category as well. Uh, best Costume Design, this is another you know below-the-line category where I think the favorite is going to be the one that's most likely going to win. The Academy loves period pieces. It loves lots of fancy dresses and corsets and things like that. And there's such an interesting range of costumes. Obviously, you have the queen, who is much more buttoned down, so to speak, and then you have um, Vice, who basically, you know, when she's not wearing fancy dresses, definitely has a more of a masculine look to her, which is beautiful and really works. And then you have Stone's character, who tries to look more arist- aristocratic with the way she dresses. So it it, it does a a nice way of really contrasting these three women's dresses. And then, of course, you have all the the fancy boys in their powdered wigs uh, with all of their suits. I think they do a really interesting and great job for it. And so I really think the favorite's going to win. And then lastly is the sound editing and sound mixing. In the last episode, I broke down the differences between the two categories, so if you want to hear more about that, I highly suggest you going back and listen to the last episode. Unfortunately, I don't think the favorite is going to even come close for either of them. You know, it's just happy to be their nomination for both of them. It really doesn't stand a chance. Save the best for last. We have Roma with ten nominations, including Best Picture, Best Director for Alfonso Cuarón, Best Actress for Yalitza Aparicio, Best Supporting Actress for Marina de Tavaria, Best Foreign Language Film, Best Original Screenplay, Best Production Design, Best Cinematography, and Best Sound Editing and Best Sound Mixing. So. We are here. We are finally here. I've talked about it in all three episodes. Best Picture. Roma is the film to beat. It is very unlikely that it's going to lose at this point. It seems like it's going to be a bit of a... Not necessarily a juggernaut, because I think the the awards are going to be pretty evenly spread out. But it is definitely the one to beat. I've said multiple times in other episodes... The only way it won't lose is if the Academy decides not to give a non-English film uh, a Best Picture, something that it's never done before, but that ends here. Roma is the one to win and is probably one of the safest picks. Moving on to Best Director, Alfonso Cuaron. I am a big fan of director and picture not correlating. I think they do different things. Best Picture is obviously the very overall package of everything, you know, the, the set design, the costumes, the acting, the editing, the cinematography, which, you know, Best Picture obviously encompasses all that. I think Best Director is someone that is showing a unique and interesting way of telling a story and goes about the way that it sort of handles everything. And I'm usually totally fine with it being separate. In fact, I encourage it. But this year, I think Courant has crafted something so unique, so very Koran, and it shows. He deserves this award so much, and i will be so happy about it. Um, I think Spike Lee has also turned in a close-to-career best uh, film, and Pavel Pawlikowski for Cold War also, I think, has done a fantastic job. Unfortunately... I think neither of them really stand a chance. The only way Black Klansman does is if it comes through and and wins a bunch of other things as well. Uh, But this is definitely Cuaron's award. It's not even his award to lose, much like Best Picture. They are just Roma's awards. Then we have Best Actress. You know, I love Aprecio's performance. And I I would totally love to see her win. It would make me so happy. But the only way that happens is if it's basically going to win eight or nine awards total out of the ten nominees, which that is not happening, unfortunately. I think this is her one and only nomination she'll ever get in her life. So it is very much really enjoyed this night. Um, I... I would love to have that happen, but, you know, between Glenn Close, Olivia Coleman, and Lady Gaga, I think those three are the real frontrunners for this. She is a non-actor cast in this, and Coran got a fantastic performance out of her. Very subtle, very moving, uh, with so much going on. And I, I hope we get to see her again someday in something else, but I don't know if she even wants to keep acting. So... Very much enjoy your night. You deserve it, Yalitza. And then you have Best Supporting Actress for Marina de Tavaria, who uh, plays the uh, mother that employs uh, Yalitza Apricio's uh, house servant. um, Maid, I guess is the better way to put it. She turns in a great role. Very nuanced and layered as well. It looks like she's most likely going to be ...behind Regina King and the two favorite actresses, Stone and Vice. So it's very much for her as well. Uh, Just be thankful you're there and enjoy the night. For best foreign film, when you get either animated films or foreign films... That break out of their uh, category and get multiple nominations, they're usually the real front runners. And I think it's really interesting because. Uh, Three of the foreign films actually have other nominations, which is fantastic, and I'm so on board for that. You have Cold War, which has a cinematography and directing nomination, and then you have Never Look Away, which also has a cinematography nomination. That said, when you're going up against a movie that has 10 nominations, it's definitely the real frontrunner for this. I'd love to see Cold War come through and, and steal the win, because I also really enjoyed that movie. Um, but unfortunately, Roma is, is the one that's going to end up getting it. And then you have Best Original Screenplay. We talked about this a bit with uh, The Favourite, which I think is the favourite to win. Can this win? Can Roma win it? I do think so. Uh, if it ends up sort of sweeping a bunch of things, a lot of times the screenplay award, one of them, will go to the Best Picture of winner as well, so this would be a shot for it to win, and and would probably be a good uh, predictor of how else it is doing through the rest of the night. I would put this as a dark horse candidate behind the favorite, uh, but is definitely right up there, able to steal away a win. And then Best Production Design. Um, I I like what it does, but it unfortunately doesn't do enough to really set itself apart from movies like The Favorite. So this is a this is a just thankfully to be nominated award. Uh, cinematography, gorgeous, beautiful. There's so much interesting things going on. Uh, whether it is the aforementioned, um, not aforementioned, I haven't talked about it yet, but the the, the infamous, sorry, the infamous. Uh, beach sequence at the very end of the film. There's the earthquake sequence. There is the scene when they are shopping for uh, Baby furniture and you've got this really interesting uh, Camera take where it, this the camera is stationary and it pans Around the room of the store and outside where these riots are going on it is so interesting And there's so much fascinating stuff going on. This is definitely uh, the front runner to win this award and I, and I really think it's gonna win it lastly you have the sound editing and mixing categories much like the favorite this is just thankful to be there 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 is some interesting stuff with the sound especially with the end sequence of the the, the tidal waves going on in, in the earthquake and there's a the, the, fire, the forest fire sequence there is some interesting sound design going on in there but neither award of it is going to win. I talked about it last week where I think um, both uh, A Star is Born and then Black Panther and Bohemian Rhapsody all are the real frontrunners for those two awards and can be kind of a coin flip between all three of them of where it's going to go. So this wraps up my series of breaking down the eight Best Picture nominees and the chance that have to win each of their respective awards. I hope you've enjoyed this series. I hope you listened to all three of them. Uh, it's been a lot of fun, once again, breaking these down and talking about uh, my feelings and thoughts on these awards. If this helps you with your office, Uh, bracket then that would be great I will gladly take 50% of your winnings whatever that might be Um, make sure you go to liveandlimbo.com check out the show notes Uh, you can follow the show on Twitter at ContraZoomPod and you can also follow me on Twitter at DGAPA we're going to do one more episode before the Oscars breaking down our actual predictions Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun and I'm really looking forward to it Uh, So make sure you look for that. Thank you for listening.